smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Hello, hello, wake and bake. Come on, roll that joint, Scotty. Let's get going here. Let's get going. <laughs> Sorry, uh, man. I just asked Hi C if my hair was okay. He goes, it's a personality issue, not a hair issue. So <laughs> it's all good. I'll work it out, man. I'll work it out. <laughs> I'm trying to have my my pro summer summertime look today. How do you like like this the, the sunglasses hanging off the sunglass hanger? How does that make you think? Like somebody's like kind of like a lifeguard, or you know what I mean? It means you're smart, man. I used to. I was actually talking to Jaron. We we took a pontoon boat out a couple of days ago, and everybody had those. What are they? Crokies or something? You know the things that hold the glasses to your head. Yeah, sunglass leash. I prefer Crokies is a brand. They did a good job at marketing that. But uh, yes, it can yes. save your sunglasses, especially if you're one of those people that buy sun to each their own. But some people buy sunglasses that are like fucking three hundred bucks. Apparently, like my limit is forty. Forty dollars is the top tier of sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Because dude, I mean, you put them, they get scratched. They the only scratched there not. is there is one time I'll spend more than forty dollars on a pair of sunglasses, and that is polarized fishing glasses, so that you can like see through the water. That I is always buy one, polarized. The one time I'll get, and but I will say there's a big difference between like cheaper polarized sunglasses when you're talking about like trying to see through water, glare and water right uh cheaper polarized sunglasses do not work near as well as like nice ones as far as like for fishing goes but anytime other than that if it's for like driving give me the cheap like 20 dollars uh, sunglasses and i'm good yeah I'm all right you're reminding me of guy. the i'll take the 40 dollar polarized sunglasses versus guru's fishing polarized sunglasses reminds me of the challenge i was supposed to do with my neighbors because he just bought a new smoker i'm like you know what we should do a pepsi challenge i'm going to use liquid smoke you're going to use your smoker all right we'll do that with a dank bud too i'll bring dank bud and you can bring your blueberry terpene bud and we'll see how it goes <laughs> what the hell's up with you man uh, hey guys cannabis news culture entertainment today get high get elevated i'm gonna pack my bowl scotty this world is junt junt joint uh give you a show run show rundown today we're gonna talk about scoring weed on vacay in prohibition or in prohibition land it doesn't have to be vacay in prohibition land um and kind of traveling with weed uh scotty and i are in the future now i don't know i think we're on a trip right now together in costa rica where am I right now? <laughs> yes, I'm probably um, running through the washing machine and of a of a four foot wave, man. You going surfing? <laughs> Are we surfing right now, dude? Is that what's happening? No, no. Have I crashed I don't know my mountain surf. bike yet? <laughs> um, also, uh, we're gonna talk about other places you can only go while high or really fucking high, and this will involve meow wolf. Yes, if you don't know, just Google meow wolf. And uh, a little current events we'll going on here. A little current events. <laughs> Let's you in on, on in the, the news. Nice. In the Is news, fear mongering and issues, psychosis, addiction, chronic vomiting. As weed becomes more potent, teens are getting sick. Wow. Okay. Psychosis, addiction, chronic vomiting. Sounds like my vacation, dude. Um, before we hop right into it, join the DGC, become a DGC producer, and help make the show happen. More than that, enjoy the producer benefits, guys. Uh, actually, I'll start without saying just the benefits, guys. Being a producer of the show, you guys help build the show. Please hit me up. You have access to me. Message me over on Patreon. Actually, we're all going to be hanging out there. We're going to have more Grow Talk coming up on Patreon in the month of July uh, for producers only. As per requested, we put out a survey for all y'all. We're going to get working on that here right after vacay. Uh, when you sign up to become a producer, if you're a grower, you're getting 30% off Grow Dots and Recharge. You're getting free seeds from seeds here now. Uh, you giveaways man shit we're still yeah we're still in the month of june so we're hooking up an hlg man hlg far red this is a scorpion fr their new light 700 watt light valued at 1100 uh, as well as an elite clones biscotti pancakes a badass fruit to cut great genetics from elite clones start your grow with some hot genetics that's elite c-l-o-n-e-z.com to enter these contests guys and what you should be doing this anyway, when you're uh, logging to Patreon and be checking out the recent post, the post there with the giveaways, just comment, you're entered to win. And that's where you're going to see the new Grow Talk coming out for producers only, uh, as well as our 420 happy hours release there. Uh, so make sure, and whenever we post something, you're going to be hit via email uh, that you sign up on Patreon. So be checking that shit out. 
uh, we'll be hanging. Dugros.com forward slash support. Got anything to add, yeah. Scotty? What's up with your shirt? I, I love this shirt, man. <laughs> Look, it's the alien shirt. Ready? Can you see? It's, oh, it's, dude, yes. I'd I know like what you're talking about now. Alien smoke weed. <laughs> I'd like to think alien smoke weed, too. It'd be a lot cooler if they did. This is awesome, man. I'll go to the hangar. I went to the hangar yesterday, and there was a couple gifts for me. And, man, that sure does make you feel awesome that you're hanging out and impacting people's lives that you don't know. And then people that you don't know impact your life by doing something really kind to you. So, man, I appreciate it. This is from the amazing Thunderlips. And uh, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Thank you so much, man. It does mean a lot. I did that the other day. Sometimes it's hard to think about how to be charitable. Um, and I had bought my wife, uh, just got done with a women in leadership presentation and corporate world, which she did a lot of prepping for very stressful. I think, you know what? I should get her a couple roses, go to the local flower store. Um, this is kind of like, I looked at the grocery store and they didn't have any, for some reason they're completely out. I'm like, you know what, dude, go support your local florist. You know, the, 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 the heart of little like old town, you know, like there's probably one florist somewhere downtown Fort Collins, but anyway, Go in and they got to sign up to where if you spend thirty dollars, they will uh, make a bouquet and they go over to the assisted living and the old folks' homes and they give out different bouquets to whoever for whatever reason, and you can put like a message on it if you want. So I was like, oh, that is very nice. That is very nice. So that was my. And that's what I think how karma works too. I got to make sure. I like to make sure I do those kinds of things, so it reciprocates. Right. That's the right word. Yes. It comes Absolutely. back around. It, and I yes, believe there's works. an energy out there that seems to be working uh, when you do things like that. I'm just trying to pat myself up on the back back here. But, uh, yeah, keep your out. Get yourself some good karma out there, guys. I agree. Man, you reminded me of the flowers. And in South Florida, back in the day, they had $6 per dozen roses. And they would just walk on the street selling them. And I asked one of my friends <clears throat> who was kind of on the inside. I was like, dude, what the fuck's up with $6 dozen roses? It was so cheap. And the guy swore to me that they were uh, smuggling cocaine in the containers of roses and that they had to get rid of all these roses. And it was kind of a, a byproduct of the cocaine smuggling business. Yes. What would you put on the card, though? They, there's an option um, if you're getting these bouquet of flowers that will be delivered to either somebody in assisted living or palliative care. I think palliative care is like end of life care, right? Yeah. Um, and or just the old folks home. You don't know who it's going to go to and exactly what state or condition they're in. But what would you there? You could put something on here. Kind of tough one, huh? All right. All right. All right. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. Come up with this there. Uh, you know what? If you, you are going to. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you're talking about folks in in old folks homes and stuff like that, I don't know the right way to say it. But fuck getting them flowers. What those people like is to have conversation with living, breathing people. Um, I've actually gone. I used to do some installs, air conditioning installs there. And I would hang out a little bit after my job and just bullshit with them. And I'll be damned. That's really what they're starved for, man. You can leave the flowers. They want some companionship. Oh, no, I totally. There's a. My, my my grandma who died at 100 when i go visit her she lived in this home for probably 10 years and there's just benches and places around to sit of course and i was stayed there i wouldn't have went there i'd stay in the old folks almost the guest room which is a total trip to stay in a home like that fucking there's people of all different like this person's gonna die tomorrow this person's gonna live for whatever but somebody guy right. came and sat next to me with his walker and he just starts telling me about some summer trip 30 years earlier and life stories and shit and i'm, I'm cool i'm cool with it i'm like, i got nothing to do right now I'll listen and like you said it is having a having an ear uh, is a good thing all right agreed moving on not off subject but that's what this show's about what's growing on who's growing some dank is what we're gonna hit now though because stanley kushbrick has got a good story here <laughs> uh, stanley on. kushbrick hemp Stanley Kubrick. Scene. You know who Stanley Kubrick is, right? Full Metal uh, Jacket. I'm trying to think what else. Did he do Apocalypse Now? I think, oh, you know what? He did The Shining. You know how trippy The Shining movie is? Yeah. Dude, he, he's really a badass. Or at least he was a really amazing badass. Uh, very artsy director. Very cool. Thank you for uh, the background there on Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. But this is Kush Brick, which I love. Yes, Hemp Embassy. Um, this is by Don... Gallo down down under Don Gallo down under. Okay. All right. We're looking at a, we're looking at just, you know, a couple nugs hanging up here. They look frosty. They look like they're hanging up to cure. But this one was kind of about the description. 
uh, says, what's up, DGC? I stumbled onto your podcast just after the harvest on my first grow. I had a few strains in the tent, but this was the highlight. A big old sativa that took an age to finish flowering, but well worth the wait. Heavy, frosty, and dripping. Hey, real quick. Yeah. Do you do you remember when you gave a shit about exactly how long it took for a plant to finish flowering? Because you were like, dude, it's got this one takes nine, ten weeks. It's fucking me up, man. You know, because it was like production and had to do with income. Yeah, you usually got a veg waiting, yeah, ready to go. Yeah, it's so much more fun now to be like, dude, this one took eleven weeks, but look at it, it's gorgeous. It's like we're <laughs> just get to grow for fun now. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. Not having uh, the uh, such a worry about weight. And of course, you want harvest is pleasurable. Yep. Uh, okay. It says the seeds didn't come with a strain name. So I called her Stanley Cushbrick. The effect That's is awesome. a real slow build, but deeply engaging, just like uh, Stanley's films. I, I like, like it. Very cool. This guy's um, deep, man. Says as a way of introduction in 2019, I sailed from Mexico to Australia. We held off the smoke initially, but midway through the 23 days between the Mexico and Polynesia, after four days riding a storm, getting shot out of the northern hemisphere trade winds and a night of lightning and anvils across the sky, we welcomed in the southern trades with a beautiful sunshine session with some Mexican herb and great Aussie music. So the southern trades, that's they're just going to get to chill long now with the wind. They're out of the storm. They're smoking wow. some Mexican herb with the southern trade winds. It says, uh, oh, the great uh, Aussie music was Tash, Sultana, and the Cruel Sea. Check them out. Um, it says, it says, in making a dent in the oh, making a dent in the 37 liters of rum we left Mexico with, not many oh, people get to experience shit. lightning up to a thousand miles from the closest land. That's fucking cool. Love the show. Great education and vibe of three legends having a smoke and solving the world's problem one sip bucket at a time. Love it, talking love shit it. on that. I got a. He's mentioning some like cool Aussie music that's out there. Um, if you guys haven't seen Tosh Sultana, it's a uh, really good uh, musician. She's a busker. Got famous uh, like YouTube famous being a busker, um, where she just uh, would go out and play on the street with like a loop station. And she lays down huh? like all the tracks and layers it all together, and then there's a song at the end of it. It's really dope. Like check her out. I just uh, I got her in one of my my uh, Google tabs here. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it all right. good. It's hard at this age. You got to. I've read and I believe it. Some psychologists saying, "Hey, once you get like late 30s, and then you go on your 40s, you not everybody, but you stop exploring new music genres so much. It's harder, especially if you're." For me, I use YouTube music and it's using my history and feeding me a lot. Not too much. That's much different than what I'm listening to. So you got to step out. And now when I type in Tash Sultana, it will help uh, diversify it. I got one for you, man. I have one Australian, I guess it's a, I don't know if it's even a band, but Angus and Julia Stone. Have you ever heard of their stuff? It's very mellow. Very good for, uh, yeah, for trying to get Mrs. Real to hang out, man. Put on, put on side B. What do you think? <laughs> uh, you know me, my favorite, my favorite Australian musician. I will recommend. Uh, would be if anybody has not heard of Xavier Rudd, R U D D. Right. Uh, he's the man. He's the man. He's got some badass didgeridoo shit. It's not just like that. There's a lot more to it. It's uh, good, good tunes. He's got fast ones. He's got slow ones. He's got ones that'll make you cry. What's up? We're trying to remember our Australian friend, one of our first Australian uh, fans of the DGC, Albie OG Mangles. Is that not it? I think that's it. I yes. think that's it. Yep. Damn, is it right by? I can't even see. Probably not right up there. Uh, World Safari, Albie Mangles book. Lean in there. There you go. Yeah. And uh, that was sent out by Albie OG Mangles. If he's still out there, what's up, brother? Since we're just uh, bullshitting, good. man. Albie Mangles, I'm not sure, is he politically correct these days? I don't know. But, man, back in the 90s, it was 90s, <laughs> 2000s, that was great to watch when they actually wanted to teach you stuff on TV. It was, uh, yeah, for those of you that don't know, he was a world safari traveler. You'd love it. He just got, like, for ever and like his his he'd take nothing almost with him and every time though i know you want to say it, every different episode or series he'd have a different like supermodel with him <laughs> yeah, in the desert he would have nothing else except the supermodel being cool about being thirsty exactly yeah. 
I don't even really have a suitcase, but she's coming. <laughs> it was wonderfully confusing, man. That guy was so cool, though. I would love, to, I should buy those and rewatch them, figure out how I can buy them digitally because I'd love to rewatch that with the fam. There was some good life lessons in that show. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make another note here while we're live. Albie Mangles, just to make sure I, we're getting really into the Aussie stuff today because he's Australian. That show, I believe, is based out of Australia. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Let's do, you take this first comment here, Scotty. Maurice uh, O'Sullivan. Oh, hang on. I'm out of, I'm out of, oh, I got you, man. Hey, this is about DMSO. Remember we were talking about DMSO a couple of days ago? Uh, hang on a second. I'm all out of position here, okay? This says what from DMSO What's What's the abbreviation I, there? It's something, some weird old chemical. Big I think it's dimethyl sulfoxide. I'll look it up. I'm there you sure. go. Anyway, it's uh, we didn't know much about it. Uh, somebody was telling us they use it for CBD to get it absorbed into the skin. And the DGC comes through. Thank you, Maurice O'Sullivan. Big shout out for DMSO. It's a byproduct from paper making. So it comes from trees. Hey, it's natural. It comes from trees. Formaldehyde come from trees too. Uh, pharmaceutical companies use it as a carrier because it gets absorbed and travels through your body fast and effectively. It's supposed to be so fast absorbing that if you put a few drops on your toe, about 30 seconds later, you can taste it in your mouth. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> That's kind of scary. You'll be able to taste it in your mouth from your toe in 30 seconds. It'll go through your blood. It's really scary. I, I just Googled it. It is dimethyl sulfoxide is, is what it's DMSO stands for. It also has fascinating health benefits for people with arthritis and promoting new cell growth. Awesome stuff if you know how to handle it. It can be so powerful at absorbing that if you put it on as a topical and wear clothes over it before it dries in, it could leach the dyes from your clothes into your body. So be careful of handling. Yeah. It's the same thing that my buddy told me, my new buddy. He was saying that uh, you got to be really careful with this. It's great for getting the CBD in, but if you have makeup and stuff, it'll get the makeup absorbed in. So it's kind of, I guess that's why it's, it's like over the over counter. The place. I don't I know. Go buy I don't it? think so. I think this is one of them conspiracy things where actually, you know, it's got to be because these guys are getting it's, it right. It, it's it is uh, over the counter. You can find it in most pharmacies yeah. really? as, as like a topical ointment or gel. Yeah, I thought it was banned for a little bit. What the hell do I know, man? Anyway, DMSO, what? sir. Thank you for teaching us. I am going to uh, got a couple of DGC producers with comments here. Bringing it in, Shane. What's up, Shane? It says hi, dude. And this, I think, is regarding your realgrowers.com forward slash challenge, where people need to be posting pictures of their grow, and people in yes, prohibition sir. land. Some of them are pretty concerned. Hi, dude. Digital images hold data that will say when and where the photo was taken. Can I hide the data by taking a screenshot of the original and send in that, or can the data still be obtained from the photo somehow? thought guru might know since he's in the photography i think guru does know i thought you could turn those settings off on your phone but you shouldn't trust that probably uh pretty much anything you do online now uh, metadata is recorded for it when something happens or like when your phone you take a picture it records that's what they're talking about when they call it metadata right <laughs> um it's not super hard to scrub the metadata off of the photo if you want to. Like I'm sure it's as easy as like there are some websites you can upload the photo to. They will scrub all the metadata and then give you a downloadable file that won't have any extra stuff with it. It'll just be the image file. When I think, about, make, when I think so, about that website, hold on, that makes me worried because I'm like if, if law enforcement or somebody knows of a website that people send pictures to to get rid of the geodata. I can call it geodata, geodata too because yeah, it'll right. let you know location. But yes. Uh, for them to legally obtain a warrant to be able to look at that stuff, they would have to know that the crime was being committed with before okay. it was being committed. So like, no, not really that possible for them to get – like, yes, they do do that. And like there are back doors into that with like FISA warrants and shit. But no, generally, like you're probably pretty protected, and like yeah. uh, you got to remember the the DEA and everything operates on a budget that has been going down steadily. I'm pretty sure. 
Um, it, it's they don't have the money to look at every website for every picture that's uploaded right. somewhere. But if you want to be safe, uh, there are ways you can scrub the metadata off on your own. But uh, you it's, can also look and just do it through a website, and that will be more than adequate. Uh, the screenshot thing won't really work unless you're in a completely different place from where you don't want them to know that you are because the screenshot will take metadata of where you were when you took it, too. So if you're in the same place that you took the photo and then you take a screenshot of the photo, like it's got the same location metadata as the original photo. I was reading something recently on <clears throat> just all the ways that you are tracked online and all the different cookies and pixels or whatever, <laughs> and it was shocking. So private, but there's a big difference between private and like, not really, but there is, uh, private companies uh, tracking all of those things about you and the government tracking all of those things about you. Uh, it's a lot easier and more legal for like it's completely legal for private companies to do that all the time. The government did has to jump through a couple more hoops, and not to say that they don't jump through them, but it's it's harder yeah. for them to look at all of that stuff. If um, the the metadata scrubbing the metadata is the least of your worries, I wouldn't I wouldn't even bother with it. All right. What did you mention? How to do it on your own, Guru? Uh, I did not. Just Google like. It's, okay. it's if you know Google how to scrub metadata from a photo and like you'll it'll Got give it. you some step to step step by step stuff on how to do it. View the source code. code. The new HTTPD. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> can you say that? Like, how often can you say that? I know what you're saying, that guru. Just to like, we don't need to hear that whole spiel right now. But the answer to anything you don't know could be that I don't know. Just Google this no. phrase. Do, do you want me to explain the complicated steps that you'll have to remember one through seven? Or do you want just someone to give you it on a right in a window right next to it? Do this. Then there's certain things that Google hey, is really good. I for, will man. say that uh, knowing what to type into Google to get the answer to your question it's the new is, skill. A, skill is a legitimate skill. Being good at Google has been a skill for like 10 years. You can learn fucking anything you want on there if you know what you know what to type in. It's a pretty amazing tool. For real. That's when my life started, when I started having some success, is when any question, I've always been curious. I just never really knew how to get the answers to things. So once everything I was able to, the, the skill becomes sorting through the bullshit finding out who really has the answer for you and what's bullshit. And man, with the ability of Google and being able to do my own research while smoking weed at my house, man, it's been life-changing. Million dollar idea here, but is it changed yet? Is inflation, do I need to say $10 million idea now? Oh like, yeah, they're billion. Million dollar. Dude, it's billion. Uh, like, seriously, being a millionaire means nothing anymore. It's being a billionaire. That's, that's what you gotta do. Uh, Google game show kind of thing. Like, that the contestants have to use Google to like hey, navigate dude, you need through. To, you, you need to just stop spitting this idea out right now and keep that one to yourself. I do, but with <laughs> and, AI. And try and sell it is what I'm saying. Like, don't you, give that to everyone. You versus, the, you versus Google and you got to figure out who's the real person. I like that. Which one's uh, the deep Hey, fake? wait, hold on. We're in Wake and Bake, so I'm going to go on a little tangent here. Did you see the Google engineer got fired yes, because I he did. was saying that the AI that they've made is sentient? <laughs> yes, I did hear that. And that scared the what? fuck out of everyone that heard it, man. They said that it can kind of feel. Google was like, no, 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 it can't. It definitely can't. No, and th no, this one researcher be. is like, it is sentient. It can feel things. It has feelings. Yeah. It's like we made a sentient being of a computer. And then yeah. Google's just like, nah. nah and Google got an email that. back that said, that's so hurtful. Uh-oh, they're listening. Are you sentient, I'm Google? Gonna I'm going to move it along. On a scale of Wally to HAL 9000, I'm more of an R2-D2. All right, that was fucked up. Hey, that hey was wait. fucked up. R2-D2 is basically like a hero. So... <laughs> yeah, he, say, he saves has the day multiple feelings. times, man. Yeah, he's right. Got feelings and like thoughts and shit. I wonder if it's like the seventies, if there really was like a little guy inside that thing, you know? Okay, Krimen, DDC Padusa, what's up, Krimen from Iceland, man? We were talking about yes. fermentation. Probably, I think it was either on a happy hour or a grow talk. Sure, uh, fermentation can be involved in grow and making nutrients involved in food. Uh, I like some fermented hot sauce. It says, hey, dude, I heard you guys talking about fermentation in the last happy hour. There we go. And wanted to show you this. If you could load this uh, link up here, Guru. Says, I, I feel like this guy should be, since it's Iceland, but I feel like he should be in a redneck accent. You know, woo, heard you guys talking about fermentation. So check this out. 
That's an Icelandic redneck. What do you think? No, I don't. I don't think that's going to work. So, <laughs> um, I don't know if you're interested in Iceland, but we ferment. Interested yes. for sure. We ferment a shark there for about six to eighteen weeks, and if you would ferment the shark before eating it, you would die if you didn't ferment it because the shark has a high content of urea and trimethylene oxide because it can't pee. This is interesting. It re sales something urine. about a. I got to say something about urea and fish, fish emulsions. That's fertilizer, man. Urea is nitrogen fertilizer. It's like a 50 zero, zero. And uh, man, sharks have a whole bunch of it. It's this one, neat. This one specifically. A shark does not pee it out, though. It resends its urine to its bloodstream. Just a little fun fact. And there are a lot of reasons to ferment sharks. So it's basically... You can't unless fermented. Like if you were to cook this shark up, it would. I guess you would die. Is what he's saying here. It's pretty interesting. So I actually saw this on. Uh, did you ever see the show Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmerman, like on the Travel Channel? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Pretty cool I show. Okay. Stomach that. Pretty cool. Watched it? That guy has like an iron or the iron stomach yeah. for eating like weird shit, and he's done it everywhere in the world. This is one of the episodes that he threw up on. Yep. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. And and it and like oh, he God. he ate this fermented shark and it like I'm pretty sure they ferment it in like it looks like a like uh, not well sealed log cabin like by the ocean. I gotta throw up just thinking. Uh, said he might send me some. I said I'd try it. And go for it, man. But I I know that Andrew Zimmerman's got an iron stomach and this one sent him uh, sent it churning. So dude, it's so I'll these, try. These I'll try food wise. I'll try just about anything too. Have you ever tried durian? Do you know about durian? No. It's banned wow. on airplanes. It tastes and I, there's like a genetic marker for it tasting good. And so I don't, weird. I what does don't that mean? It. it means that smells. Oh my god, I'd be so pissed. Remember, Guru, you sat next to the dude that ate the subway sub and then sat on his onions. Yeah. And the whole time he was just on this five-hour flight with a guy that you just gotta say like something. Onions. Well, I so thought I, I thought he had onion bo. I didn't yeah. realize he was literally oh. sitting on the onions from his burger. Yeah. Is that you? I got called uh, <laughs> the other day. I had BO before I was going mountain biking, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going mountain biking. Like, I'm not going to just whatever and get in my buddy's truck to drive me. He's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Onions at the hot dog cart. How you doing? Oh, you know? I'm like, no. what are you talking about? <laughs> no. I told you I sat uh, next to uh, this one girl. She looked just like Selma Hayek. She was beautiful with the worst BO ever. And it was just so confusing, man. I want to shout out thanks Crimin from Iceland Scotty we got a guru maybe that's our next like I'll be mangles adventure type show but us three and we go visit visit DGC worldwide we got DGC all over man we got some Aussies we got John down in Sedona DGC Pedusa like we could just be freaking living it all right, I got one more then, man. I don't know. I might send Guru here, though. I'm not sure. Uh, this is organic grown. You got to report back how it is over here. All right. The show came in just in time for me to watch before bed over in beautiful Sierra Leone, West Africa. Nice. That I didn't even read ahead. fucking out there, man. Yeah, you see, see what God did, brother? Just landed a few hours ago here for four weeks to work. Luckily, I made it over here with some of my medical cannabis just fine to enjoy along with the local land race strains i'm gonna pick up tomorrow just curious is, yes, or, is organic grown our friend from fort collins that was moving to sierra leone oh no man i don't even remember, remember real names came, let alone dgc I, no. I, yeah i know i'm bad with them both but he came over brought us a ton of cuts before he was leaving to go to sierra leone wonder if it's the same oh man all right there's got it we don't know two dgc going to sierra leone so what's up man Fuck yeah. I'm glad you made it. Uh, it says, thanks for another great show for us to enjoy. Guys, truly appreciate all you do. DGC for life. Man, thank you so much. A, it's really fun to uh, share your adventures with the crew. And B, thanks for showing a little bit of love. It's always appreciated. I love it. I wish I had uh, just to meet people that uh, dig on the show. We've done it before. You know, we travel around and people are like, you know, hey, Thanks for the show, Met, You know, like what you guys are doing through the show. It's always been so welcoming. I'd love to be able to travel to some of these spots. Just take like freaking six months off. Let's hit it. You want to do Ready? it, man? Make a deal with Vice and we'll just go all, all over the place in the dabulence. And it'll be a whole fake reality <laughs> show around it, man. It'll get, yeah, I like it. 
Yeah, I don't know. Scotty real every day or just a couple too days much. a week via too the uh, Zoom? I'm gonna be, <laughs> no, I'm going to be on VH1, you know, 30-minute marathons. It's me and the Chrisleys. It's all they get. No, Guru, Guru's the test there. I know he hangs out with you every single day, and, like, he hasn't gone crazy yet, so he's a good. <laughs> we don't hang out after work, by the way. <laughs> Kidding, all right, kind of. Uh, we hang out a lot. What? Uh, let's get into what's growing on. Are there places you can only go all high or really fucking high? So, I don't know, Guru, can you, well, we're bullshitting, maybe throw up a link of Meow Wolf. If people haven't heard of it, it's like, what, a crazy, do I call it an art exhibit with lit up weird See. shit? I don't know. How can you nutshell Meow Wolf? I don't even you know. know what interactive we're going. art experience. It, it is a, a interactive sensory experience. There you go. It's supposed to be really trippy. Yeah. It is the rap on it. I believe the rap I've heard is you're supposed to go on some kind of hallucinogens and it's fucking amazing. Yes, that's what I because I wanted you to go to Meow Wolf. And, you know, sometimes you get outvoted, as you said, your family, your wife, your daughter. I believe your daughter's friends are like, hey, let's just go out to eat instead. You got to be on shrooms to go there. I was like, well, it's kind of what, what, they, point, what they said, man. Man, you got to point? like... <laughs> My wife's like, I'm not tripping. I'm not taking mushrooms. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, it was like an unspoken rule. You have to. I don't know. Wait, you got to dress up like Willy Wonka and just go on shrooms. That's, what, mean, you got, that's what you got to do. I'm looking at the picture. Guru, those, every one of those pictures looks amazing. It's all me. I if I'm that. tripping my face off, if I'm tripping my face off, see, I'm like, oh, my see, God, I think you're what discrediting. does it mean? So uh, granted, um, mushrooms or I'm going to go on edibles. I'll report back. I definitely want some edibles at least. Why not? And the, that can enhance art. It's not freaking mandatory. I guess it depends on the art. Um, but it kind of, uh, yeah, I don't like to hear that you have to be. <laughs> I don't either. to be tripping. I don't to, either, man. I was ready to go. Art. Um, but we'll report back, guys, on uh, uh, Wake and Bake in the future here. I'm excited to go out into the field, if you will. I'll be taking my audio <laughs> notes, uh, how, how Meow Wolf went, and trying to notice who there, who else is there, and might they be trippy or not. See if I can call out the trippy people. Not literally. And I'm not going to mess with them while they're there, but somebody that's just like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. which I might have Everybody, been anyway. try to fucking <laughs> find the person that's not tripping is what I'm told. Uh, Okay, we'll check it out, guys. Uh, oh, I love that you got here. Grateful Dead concerts. That's where you have to go really fucking high. I think so, man. Don't you? I don't know if edibles will work. Probably they work, but yeah. The Grateful Dead. Um, I mean, you do go there. I guess not, man. I'm actually just lightheartedly jabbing because I know very cool it's people true. that, it's that true. like the Grateful Dead. I was the kind of guy that would go there for the acid. Um, I've never gone to a Grateful Dead concerts if you will i went there's another and, band oh, i was just gonna Go tell you that i went and uh they threw tear gas at us the cops did it's the only dead show i've ever heard of where you got tear gas but it was in orlando and uh yeah 1994 man went on tour for two um, two shows man went to orlando <laughs> i had a friend that uh went to a fish concert and you, this is where, yes, you can do too many drugs. I think he was just tripping hard. And he ended up rushing the stage, not in an aggressive way, like he wanted to harm anybody. But he got, he made his way up into the stage because this guy was like like a tank. He wasn't too tall or whatever, but he bursted right through the security yeah, guards. He <laughs> he, he, before he went up on stage, his buddy next to him was like, I knew there was going to be trouble when he like threw his wallet. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> just holy shit in. holy shit when someone <laughs> yes all bets are fucking off man um, wow but hey, uh i'm yeah. sorry i, I did find this article because guru told me this terrible story about people multiple people he knows taking too much acid Dude, have you told, ever told that story about the eye drops before? That's a pretty terrible one. I think man. I've definitely told that on this on this show before. Jesus. My friend John put uh, was about to go to work and grabbed a bottle of Visine and put a couple drops in his eyes. And it was Liquid L instead of uh, Visine. And then he had to call work and be like, I'm not coming in today. Really John, good. was it a bad yeah. experience? Uh, no. I, I, took the whole day off. I think it, was, it took the whole day off. Had a really good day but it's also <laughs> the, the fastest come up you will ever have. 
Yeah, right into the eye, I'm sure. Well, let's change it over to uh, weed and vacay and traveling, man. Sure. Um, I mean, we're kind of spoiled ourselves because typically I'm flying from legal, like, you know, Seattle to Denver, for example. Sure. Just take it with you. You know, the TSA does not care. We've given plenty of examples of it. Um, obviously, a suitcase full is one thing, but your personal, um, no worries. And if you're a medical patient, it doesn't hurt to have some paperwork with you just in case you have to defend yourself. But, um, but yeah, finding it where you go, you should usually always have in Costa Rica. Do you have like a hookup? Like, do you know I do. how do you, I'm, <laughs> I know almost everybody, <laughs> almost everybody will get it's a tourist economy down there. So if every, anyone wants to make 20 bucks on a, on some weed or whatever, I'm just, and it's not a big deal. You know, it's not a big deal. All right, so, so let's, I go with the scuba girl. Okay. The scuba girl's got the best weed. Let's say I'll put it on guru. I'm going to, uh, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. You know what I mean? A little different sir. scene. Chattanooga. Is it Rick Chatt- Flair and Chattanooga? And, uh, Chattanooga. Yeah, NWA's uh, gonna be there, man. It's wrestling. So it's not a beach scene where usually beach scenes and surf destinations, you can usually score. You know, just open your mouth, talk to somebody. But what about where it's not that scene? I got, a, like, I got a secret for you. You can score weed everywhere. And with one simple <laughs> trick, you go to a restaurant. <laughs> You sit down at the restaurant, you tip good. Then you talk to your server and be like, hey, I just moved here or I just, right. I'm visiting and I need some weed. And they more than likely, almost every restaurant has someone that works there that services the restaurant. Right. Um, and restaurant people like weed among other things. So it's pretty easy. You just go to a restaurant and either apply for a job, talk to someone there and be like, yo, I like weed and don't seem like a cop. And they'll more than likely be like, uh, I'll meet you in a couple hours and I'll hook you up. Or they'll be like, I got it in my book bag. Give me one second. We'll be right back. <laughs> I and, I, and, and I've worked in a lot of restaurants in my experience, been to a lot, found weed in a lot of them. Um, it works almost every single time. There are potheads in restaurants. They of work course. there because there's no drug tests. Okay, so you're facilitating the conversation by tipping good, which, you know, typically you should and do any, anyway. I was going to say, you need to just do that anyways. Um, it's the, you, you should be doing that. If you're in the U.S., so, if you're like in Europe or something, don't do it. They don't, they actually just pay everyone that works in restaurants living wage there. So just remember to tip your server. Drinking don't drive. Driving don't drink. Um, yes, concierge at hotels uh, could be a decent no, access. Uh, um, that, trying to I, think, I hooked up right away like that. We got to Columbus, Ohio, and me and my buddy were there for like the ornamental flower show. And uh, my buddy, <laughs> he smokes, man. He's so he gets right off. You know, he's one of the guys that chain smokes joints, and he gets off the plane. And he's like, "We gotta find weed, man. We gotta find weed." <laughs> and he's looking at everybody, and he's not qualifying people well. He's like asking the Uber driver. He's asking this guy, and I'm like, "No, no." And then we get to our hotel, and it's like a Holiday Inn. And I look at the guy behind the counter, and I'm like. Boom. <laughs> we found our weed 100%. I would have bet my finger on it, man. And sure enough, took about 10 minutes. The uh, Uber driver, that's a good recommendation. I had an Uber driver maybe open up a little too much to me. He's like, so what do yeah. you do? I talked about the show. And he's like, yeah, I'm an Uber driver. And I sling bags, too. And it, they could they intermingle, of course. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, I got you. That's awesome. He's like, what are, you, are you, he's like, are you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm actually good right now. That is but, awesome. Yeah. Say you get the five ooh, stars, ooh. man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, those are some good tips. Be careful uh, out there. Um, you know, it, it, I got burnt in Spain. You know, as far as this this guy, he's like, sit at the table with me and my buddy, and he's like, they, they watch. Okay, so we got to be real. You know, trying to scare right. me real secretive about this. I'm gonna put. That you put your money in the cigarette pack, and then like I'm giving you smoke, and then I'm yeah. gonna hand you over that, and then he gets up and disappears, and it's always a busy spot because you can disappear so much in a mass amount of people. It's like a square. Open it up and it's fucking rocks. My general so, recommendation: don't buy weed from dealers like that, like on the street, or especially if they're trying to get you to do a dead drop scenario, like they're just trying to steal your money, man. Seems like something that would happen in Indiana Jones, doesn't it? <laughs> You say marriage you were in? You live and you learn. You live and you learn. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what else do we got here? We covered do you bring it with you? Don't bring it with you, man. We heard some stuff. You're landing like in some foreign country where you might be facing like, oh, you're going to jail for six months. 
shit like that, like definitely yeah. not worth it. And the good thing about weed is that usually, unless you really need it medicinally for a, you know a more than than I do, I, I we do medicinal use of cannabis, but for a specific condition, um, it doesn't have withdrawals. At least for me, I mean, I don't. Oh man, I want it. No. Sure, this would be a little bit better dinner with a nice J yep. after it. Yep. But uh, it doesn't. Uh, it's it's nice in the in the form. If you enjoy cannabis, you're not gonna just shake if you're not having it. Some people yeah. might though. I'm not speaking for everybody. Oh, yeah, I mean, if you're truly using it medicinally, like somebody like soup, probably couldn't eat without it. You know, I know a lot of people that it really helps their stomach a lot. So take that for yeah. Me. No, I I would agree with you there. All right, we got some news coming up. I'm gonna hit this pros list. Go schmooze in the pros list. Smooze, 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 smooze. You're gonna schmooze. What does that mean? Dudegirls.com forward slash pros. Coupon codes are listed there for all types of fine grow equipment, CBD, flower, and seeds. Seeds here now, guys. I want to send you over to seedsherenow.com. A huge seed bank, great customer service. We'll take care of you. James Bean, man on the scene. If you want to hear about the man behind Seeds Here Now, it's been on the show a handful of times. It's always a great hang. Just on uh, YouTube, you could search James Bean, Dude Grows. Uh, you could they'll pull they'll pull the engine the 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 Google sentiment bean will find it for you. Is that what I could say? Google sentiments are sentient, man. Yes. Sentient, sentient. Yes. Uh, I just but I just was scrolling year. his feminized categories here. You guys can go over there and shop by breeders. There's shit, I'm guessing, over at least 200 breeders there. Uh, they take credit cards now, which that may sound silly, but uh, has been a major pain in the ass for people in that business, man. Major. It's, it's sure. just, yeah. Uh, but that is all good to go. And, Hang man, they on. ship fast. DDC has been getting their seeds uh, within shit. It depends on where you're at. But they ship out right away. I remember I used to wait, I think, at least a month when they're like, I think I was ordering from, uh, I don't even remember, but they're like, okay, don't be alarmed when your card's charged by some intermittent China processing service. That's us. And yeah, then you'll get Jesus. your shit in about a month. And it ah. all worked, but it makes you feel like a criminal. But back then, that's how it actually was. You were. So, seedsyearnow.com, ah. coupon code DUDE10 will hook well, you, you just... up. DudeGrows.com forward slash pros for all your other deals. What's up? Sorry, I just wanted to show Grandmaster. Is it Grandmaster Sexy up there? Is that what that is? Yeah, just click on that one. This, these are beautiful. That's ex as long as we're talking weed. Jesus, look at the calyxes on that thing. Did you just pull this one because it's, ah, it's Scotty Too Hotty? It is Oreos by Scotty Too Hotty. <laughs> no, I what didn't. What are you doing? Man. That is fucking, dude, that's gorgeous. But, no? Oh, yeah. Exotic genetics are right, right on, man. Okay, in the news... NewYorkTimes.com, psychosis, addiction, chronic vomiting. As weed becomes more potent, teens are getting sick. With THC levels close to 100%, today's cannabis products are making some teenagers highly dependent and dangerously ill. So this article features uh, two different teens. I believe this one girl, Elise, was 18. Um, she was saying that... The euphoria eventually morphed into she's a cannabis user. She said everything was moving slowly. I got super hungry. Everything was hilarious. But the euphoria eventually morphed into something more disturbing. Sometimes the marijuana would make Elise feel more anxious or sad. Another time she passed out in the shower only to wake up an hour later. Now, I'm not discrediting this shit. This is all Are possible. You Are you sure? It, I mean, I guess. Hey, concentrate. possible, I, man. But, dude, oh, come on. How much fucking concentrate do you have to smoke to pass out in the shower and wake up an hour later? Was I'm assuming the shower was on. I'm I'm assuming that at some point in this article it's either left out on purpose or it'll mention that she was also using like alcohol and other or her at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Would I'm just uh, pure speculation on my point, but I'd be willing to bet that there is more to the story than that. And also, I got to point out whatever little like dab rig thing that she's got here. That looks kind of, it's like a tiny little puff. It does look cool, right? I kind of want one. What is that, buddy? All right. Uh, Noted. Where'd you get this rig, man? <laughs> so it, it goes on. Um, yeah, I'm assuming during this time she's continuing to use cannabis. She gets uh, bouts of throwing up. Uh, one time she threw up in the mall bathroom for an hour um, and then eventually gets diagnosed with cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome, which is a condition that causes reoccurring vomiting, heavy marijuana users. We've covered that story. That is a real thing and it can happen to people. And I also, the other article, uh, 
point I, I'm sorry, just one other thing to point out. No, it's all good. Um, and just my view on this, I don't think that kids as young as 14 should be smoking weed. The human brain is developing a lot really quickly and like making connections through neural pathways and stuff. It's probably not good to be smoking weed that early on in your life. Uh, your brain really is like developing until you're like 22 or into your 20s. Um, Yo, but that, that a, being, a, uh, just that being, yeah, there are uh, that the benefits can outweigh the risks for certain people in in those situations. Why? Well, sure. I'm just saying, how many super fucking together smart people do you meet that are like, I started smoking at 13, 14. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot. <laughs> well, the the next uh, feature in here is a kid, um, and this was in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Uh, she says Laura Laura Stack, who lives in Highland Ranch, Colorado, said that when her son Johnny First confused or confessed using marijuana at the age of 14, she said to herself, Oh well, it's just weed. Thank God it wasn't cocaine. And if your 14-year-old is just starting to use cocaine, I think there's some parenting involved there. And not, no, I mean, some kids bullshit. are just dude, not luck a, of the dude. draw, man. There's some kids that are just uh, drawn the crazy, man. Wait, you know? hold on. You can only helicopter your parent your your kids for so sure. long at some point yeah. they start to be influenced by their friends and the people they hang around and like you don't really have control over that as a parent so like yeah you could be as good a parent as possible and like if the kid yeah. is in the right environment the right amount of times and like they might do something like yeah. that and it's not well, a, but there are a lot of situations where someone ends up a kid ends up using drugs like that and it 100 is a parenting issue so yeah. it kind of can so go johnny goes on he, he um he goes on to start to use high potency cannabis at one point he thought the mob was after him at one point he, he threatened to kill the family dog unless his parents gave him money and then eventually johnny died from jumping from a six-story building at the age of 19 and a few days earlier he told his mom weed had ruined his life so um, when the new wow, york times takes these two much, people man. well no so <laughs> yes it's uh the New York Times is using a straw man argument to make you think that weed is really, really bad for you. They find the most like overblown out example that they can and make it seem like everything is like that. Uh, I would th – this kid um, – and like I'm sorry that this happened to him, but he was already predisposed to like a psychotic break anyways. Maybe the weed – like we, it can help if you are already predisposed to that. It can we don't uh, know aid, it, aid it along its way and uh, having a psychotic break. But uh, someone that was never going to be predisposed to a psychotic break is going to smoke cannabis and never go through a psychotic break. And like the sad part is that kids that age, like 19 to 22, is generally – if they're going to be like bipolar or have a psychotic break or go into psychosis or something – that's the time that it happens in. And it's really sad, but it's not Weed's fault that that happened. Uh, this kid had some mental T-shirt idea. Issues it's not Weed's fault. Already. Uh, Guru, you can tell well, Guru, Guru, one of Guru's parents was a therapist. <laughs> He's very evolved. <laughs> well, the, uh, that's, that's what I was getting at. I don't ever want to discredit that concentrates. I mean, I got really freaking blazed one time. Thanks, Dax, Dax Tractor, on some lemon G <laughs> rosin the day before the DGC Cup and almost like I like had a breakdown. I had to go outside, sit in the chair, look at the sky because I just started I started getting real anxious and I started getting like speedy anxious. And I'm like, I started thinking about, man, what? Why am I so high? I got so much going on and just racing. And I'm like, sure. dude. Like I had to go. I was like, my wife saw me walking out, and she's like, "You look really white." Uh, wait, <laughs> you realize that's what Rasta Jeff is after when he breeds breeds no. his cannabis. The, no, he, oh, he yeah, says it. The yeah, like face reason, sweating, yeah. like heart racing. Uh, like, that's funny. I'd have to leave Target because you're too high type weed. And like some people have so, that. But have one big Target. one big misconception with uh, these high potency concentrates is another thing they don't sure. talk about. All the research on them that like CU Boulder and a lot of other places are doing right now show that they aren't any worse than regular like low potency cannabis or flour because they're self titrating. Um, in like the same way, like you won't just elaborate and like dab, 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 dab. Uh, you'd stop getting any more high. Like it doesn't do anything. You only have so many CB receptors in your brain sure. that once they're flooded, yeah. they're flooded. There's no more like no ceilings unless you start taking like kava or something like that that acts as a CB receptor wipe. But <laughs> no, like it, it's just uh, I they're just fear mongering, trying to make people afraid of weed. 
and they're using the most like overblown examples that they can to do it. And you kind of hate when it's a supposed news source that they throw straw man arguments at people that just aren't going to recognize them. So yeah, I think they have. Reminded me also. You know what the agenda probably is, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking New York Times, ready conspiracy theorist, big pharma. I bet they have ties with big pharma. So if they have the, you know, whatever the cannabis concentrates being all over the place and dangerous, well, we need more regulation on those, man. And when I think about all the examples, I'm not going to discuss specifically when something like this affects concentrates probably affect less than 1% of the population in teens like this. It can happen. I'm a guess. And I hate it when I like like your statistics, (laughs) huge, huge decisions that affect everybody in the whole world are laws and rules that when it affects less than 1% of people, and then they go so broad with it by with these as gurus calling strongman arguments. So I'd hate to see, okay, now we're going to look at 60% of the time, it. they're right 100% of the time. I love it. I love that it's a strongman argument. Dude dude puffed it up, man, all right? The end, ending comment I'll make is that it would really suck. You know, it sucks what happened to these kids, um, but their, their story is affecting uh, some type of law being passed that, okay, now somebody that medicinally really needs or even just, I don't care recreationally. You like concentrates. You don't want to smoke a whole joint. You want one hit. Now you can't access it because of something like this. They're going to say, oh, we're going to cap it. We should cap it at 25, 28% is the number, Scotty. And how do they even come up with that number? Wait, who, do you, who do you think went and found their story and said, hey, let me document this and then let me get this story over the, to the New York Times? That's a good question, man. I would use a big pharma would be my first guess. Doesn't big pharma, don't yeah. they say they owned like how much percent of the media anyway? Every one of these articles, every yes, every one lot. of these articles should also uh, like right next to this have the kid that they rub CBD oil on the bottoms of his feet and he stops having seizures all day. Mm, there you go. So like, there you go. Just it let at least the counter argument be there and not just use logical fallacies to try and make your point. I'm just trying to look at my ads on here to see, but the ads don't really say who is behind this article. No, um, but yeah. I can it, tell it you, it seems who. Mr. Bezos himself. No, that's the Washington Post. This I thought is New he owned. York Times. New, I thought he owned New York Times too. Did Am he? I wrong? Jesus, man! I might be wrong. Washington Post. Sorry. Okay, I am wrong. Right. Oh man! If you yes, can sir. take a minute to figure out who owns New York Times and influences their things, I will deliver I see. a message. You know Wait, who owns Bezos New York Times. All right, I tried, man. If anyone was gonna know a conspiracy, it'd be you, bro. You know, Bezos isn't the richest man anymore. It's uh, Elon it, Musk, uh, right? Yeah. Okay. The New York Times is publicly traded, but it's been governed by the Salzberger family since ni- 1896. Salzberger. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'll do some more research. And then usually when I start doing that research, I realize, dude, you're wasting your time. Go live your life. Um, <laughs> so... Okay, uh, let's get into, hey, it's time to have a uh, good time here and laugh. I don't think I mentioned the show yet, the DDC Cup, talking about uh, saturating your endocannabinoid system, Guru. Right. Uh, DDCCup.com, guys, coming up July 30th, Fort Collins, Colorado. Come and be a judge. Everybody come. Everybody at the event, you're a judge. You're going to be judging on, I don't know how many strains we've read here. 30, I think, at least right now. Uh, strains of weed. Everybody gets a fine custom DTC 1E and lighter. You get voting tokens. Check out the vendor list. There's breeders. Breeders. The breeders are building. Uh, as well as we've got some merch. Dude, we've got some DTC sweet hats and shirts on the way. Uh, and just good time, man. It's a great way to meet the people behind like the DTC names and just to be able to put a face to because a lot of times, you know, I don't I don't have a face for who who's always there helping out in the comments or who's there over on Patreon being a DDC producer. So DDCcup.com. Uh, it's at a, a family farm in Fort Collins, Colorado, and it's going to be badass, guys. So don't miss out and uh, hit it up. It'll be fun to see you guys. Yes. All right. Well, the, done. Uh, News is done. The memes. All right. Bring the memes, Scotty. What'd you find today? <laughs> there you go. I don't know. I just had some fun. Uh, can you guys see it? Remember where this was the dank nug a couple days ago? No? Yes. It's a dragon. It's Puff the Magic Dragon, man. Guru, you called this, <laughs> didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. It's Drogon. Juve, that's beautiful, oh, brother. It's beautiful. Thank you. 
What else you got? Come on, Google. Bracket. Uh, this is this is knocking on me. Bracket of the Future says it's the butcher and Scotty on the last wake and bake, and the meat is my memes. I don't know how to describe that one. I didn't know it was Beauty and the Beast. It just seemed weird as fuck to me, man. I like weird as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Guru? This is pretty cool, man. This is like from Smells Like Chong. This could only be more funny if it was Dog the Bounty Hunter. And just take a look what it says. It says, am I high as fuck? Or does this lady look like she's wearing, wait, what's it say? It looked like a dog wearing sunglasses. It's this lady's hair. I'll like be a, damned. She looks like a dog wearing like sunglasses. Like a dog wearing sunglasses. Man, it's fucking Very interesting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it, man. And just a little bring the dank by Sliffworth. And come on, you always got to give respect to uh, Jess Bacoli. Come on, he's a hero for yeah. that generation. <laughs> hey, bud. Fuck your kind, bud. Where's the fucking dank? I like that. I like that. Kind, bud is a, it's a step down from dank. Now I know why I was trying to remember uh, the guy, the main guy I mountain bike with. He calls me Spicoli. I'm like, ah, he's a yes, <laughs> that is awesome. Is that a compliment or an insult? Mm, <laughs> How do I take it? I don't it? know. I don't know. Um, hey, I just found some good stuff for social media, man. Just trippy stuff. You know, check this out. Well, uh, yeah. What do you got? Dude, this is like colorized footage of like San Francisco downtown in like, was it 1909, 1906? And they made it so it's kind of like the image corrected it or whatever. So it kind of does look like regular footage. Is this not trippy or what? So they've been doing this with World War II footage a lot too. And like recolorizing stuff. They've got AI. They used to have to go through and recolorize it by hand, frame by frame. Wow. They've got AI programs that they can digitally do it now. And it's... It's pretty cool. Not gonna lie, yeah, that, it's that they're able to do that these days. Um, it looks dirty there, like I'm sure. and like everyone was still like burning coal for heat in their house and stuff. And that like, horse is pooping. And granted, film degrades too, so it might not have actually been like that in the video. But that's such a trip, crazy. right? That's a trip. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of trips and going to Iceland, is this where they do this stuff, Guru or uh, dude? In Iceland, is this? Is this where they jump across the river on like the, the, the pole? Yeah, check this out. I think man. it's Germany. Pretty sure they do that in Germany. Oh man, that is interesting. And like this doesn't look like it feels good when you hit the ground. <laughs> Dude, it could definitely go wrong. I can't sure but, it can. Oh, jeez. That wait, went wrong. I'm just straight up landing on sand from jumping like this, not doing this specifically. That's how it blew out my knee. So Oh my god. Jeez. Oh. I think uh, I just want to do this must, but not try to get to the sand on the other side. I just want to jump like they're doing. That I looks mean, like fun. Jeez. Yeah, it looked like I think that's uh, like more Dutch or Netherlands because there's so many canals. They're below sea level. And I also think where it's really flat, this is like what you got to kind of come up with. I think right. in my life. <laughs> Wait, like, uh, I got to I gotta find. I'm sorry, dude, to interrupt you. I got to find the video for it. Have you guys seen the people that jump off of like 100 foot cliffs with a 20 foot pole and then they just like land it and slide down it with uh, and like that's how they absorb the fall? Okay. Are you playing this whole thing still? Yeah. yeah oh, it's my still, it's still God. Dude, why am I laughing? I'm going <laughs> to hell for this. This is what happens when you don't have gravity like i've always lived almost for most of my hobbies like you know mountain biking i you you need gravity kind of for you you could back i bike on the flat but the downhill's the shit so uh you gotta invent some fun i guess when you know you're, you're on the flat you're, ones. you're really upside I, I down was just being going held on the earth by gravity like we actually see stuff flipped upside down that's how the world really is our brain flips it the other way for us to make our just make more sense to us but realistically you're hanging upside down on earth right now and gravity is holding you to it and pulling you back down it's it was like crazy. the first conversation guru oh. and i had this morning and i was like too much man just too much right you no, also just saw this spicoli meme again i think my buddy might be insulting me i'm gonna watch some spicoli videos after the show here and see what's going on here i do remember that character but i gotta see some of his like best takes or something yeah there's some good yeah spicoli is an awesome character <laughs> 
All right, let's do some shout outs to the DDC producers. You guys had a good time today. Become a DDC producer. Check out the benefits, dogrows.com forward slash support. I'm going to start this off here with my man, Skip Jones, MJ, and Northern Maine Weed Gnome. What's going on? I love it. Ohio. How did I do? Ohio. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks for the support. And it's raw. You guys rock. Hey, hey, what's up, Lucas Gardens? Usually hanging out in the 420 happy hour. Oh, yeah. Always a good time and fire in the bowl. All right, all right. Whoa, man, are you milking it? Are you milking it, 420? I wonder what, I wonder what the uh, <laughs> impetus of that name is, man, huh? Uh, how about Z-Dubs? I get Z-Dubs, man. Who's rolling on Z-Dubs, you know what I'm saying? Mr. Green Jeans hey. and Marley's Marley's Grow Room. Uh, right on, DC producers, thank you. Thank you for what you do producing the show and stay higher, my friends. We'll be coming at you. Hey, take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man says to take a little break, let me 